0: Masechta Soita Dath Lamed Hey page 35, side A Vayelchu Vayevoyu So Omar Rabbi Yochanan Meshub Rav Ben Yoichai So Rabbi Yochanan says in the name of Rabshim Ben Yoichai That the words Vayelchu are extra Because it just says before this It says Vayyoshuvu this is coming to equate, they're going to, they're coming back. Just like when the Menaglim returned from Eretz Yisrael, they were Beit they were with a bad advice. Also, when they were going from the Midbart Eretz Yisrael, Saro, they was with bad advice that to begin with their intention was to speak bad about Eretz Yisrael. Further, it says in the portion of Braglim, "Vayisapru They related to him to Moishan, and they said, "We came." The pasuk says, vashi They said that it's a land that flows milk and honey, which means they praised Eretz Yisrael. And later on, they say they continued, and they said, "Ephes and the pasuk continues, "Hayishabodet," but that the nation that lives there, however, is very strong. There's a simon over here to remember. This is Emes Levade Levoye. Rabbi Yechonon says, the Any bad, evil. A tongue speaking bad that doesn't have any truth in the beginning so that when you start relating them you don't say something true then he cannot hold on in the end because people that listen think that he is lying so therefore the meraglim first started with the praise of Yitzchel and then they went over to the second part further it says in the parsha, Yaaz, Kolei, Veso, Mel, that Moshe, that Kalev, Ben Yifunah made the people quiet to Moshe he made them quiet to Moshe which means that he spoke about Moshevah so these listeners were thinking they thought that he's trying to tell them something derogatory, something bad about Moshevah as the Rabbi explains, Rabbi, Rabbi says but Rab as that Koleb persuaded them to quiet them down so that they learned to mragli with other words Posach, He opened up. Uh, so Bidvarin Posach. So he started off with other words. Because Koleb and Yifuna realized he saw that Yeshua the Komishtoi, Yeshua that wanted to talk normally, he's trying to speak to them, Amri so they said to him, the complainers, uh, they said, Dein this guy whose head is chopped off, which means he has no children, to take a portion in the land of Eretz Yisrael, Yimaleel should talk, so they just shut him up like, uh, by uh, uh, telling him that. Omar, so Suqalif said in his heart, If I'm going to talk Amri, they'll also say things on me, and they will block me, they will quiet me, they will shut me up, they won't be able to say my peace. So therefore, Omar said to them, Is this the only thing that the son of Amram, that means Moshe did to us? So once he started speaking in that style, to say it in such a way, So they thought he is going to say something bad about Moshe. Therefore, they became quiet. So then he told them, That's not alone what Moshe did, but also, He took us out of Egypt. He split the sea for us. He fed us the manna. And therefore, if Asu, Sulama, the Lulur, the Kiev, Moshe would tell us, make ladders and go up to the sky. We will not listen to him. And this is why Kalev said, He says, We will go up, meaning, even with ladders to the sky, if that's what he's going to command. Then the continues. The people that were with him said, "No, we're not able. We can't go up." Something great, something very big, the meraglim had spoken at that time in order to contradict Kolif. As the Pesach says later on Ki hu mimenu For he is stronger than us So they expound this to me That they did not mean that he is stronger mimenu me itonu from us But mimenu means me itoi from him from Hashem not from us, but from him. As if to say, the was trying to say, Even the one that owns it, it has not the ability to take out his vessels from it. This is an example of somebody deposits by his friend and cannot take it out. So, God forbid, they were sort of saying, as if to say that Hashem will not succeed to take out the strong nations from the land of Israel. First the Barakadim said Eretz Eicheles Yeshveos Yeshvei, it's a land that eats its inhabitants. Do Rashon Omerova expeled it. Oh, Merak Kodesh Baruch HaKodesh Baruch who says Ani Chashavti Ho I thought this for the good. I showed them as if it is a land that eats its inhabitants that there's many people dying over there. but the maragdim misinterpreted They interpreted it for bad. They thought it to be bad. And the Gemara explains, I had thought it for the good for them, the the matu. So wherever the maragdim came. One of the important people of theirs, one of the important people of the land of Israel died. So that they should be preoccupied. The Amorai, the inhabitants of the land, will be occupied, preoccupied, so they won't ask Abbasurai after them, who these Amri And there's all those that say that. That at that time, Iyoiv passed away died, so that his marriage should not protect them. And this is what Yeshua and Kalev said, Their shadow has been taken away from them, in their protection of Ziyav. So the motto continues that once the people mentioned above died, so all the Amoraim were preoccupied in the eulogy. so that was good from Hashem, so that they shouldn't notice the Meraglim, but the Meraglim, they thought it bad, because they saw many people dying at that time, in, in every place, that's why they said, Eretz Echeles Yeshua, it's a land that is, consumes its inhabitants. Further, the meraglim described by Nihveinenu kachagovim v'cheinoyinu v'goimere, and likewise we were in their eyes. In our eyes, we were like chagovim, like grasshoppers, and so we appeared in their eyes. The Gemara explains, "Omerav b'sharshia." And b'sharshia said, "Meraglim shikrab." The meraglim were liars, and the proof for this is Benenu kachagovim let it be true this that they said that we were in our eyes like grasshoppers that's okay we can understand that because they felt like grasshoppers in their, in the eyes of the inhabitants of the land hello but this that they said so when they say so we were in their eyes how do they know how they appear in the eyes of the maron and that must mean that they were lying, they are just making up this stuff. So says, no, that's not a necessarily a proof that they were liars, because they relied on something that happened. Because, when the Amarayim were mevarim, they were uh, giving the uh, first comforts for the Avelim by the meal as they returned from the cemetery, which is the sudas uh, havra? Vichizinu, and they sold the tis arze havimavri. So they would do the havra, uh, the food that they would give to the mourners. They would do it underneath the cedar tree. Arze tachas arze tussi arze. Underneath the cedar, they would do the havra. Vichizinu solki yasibi When they saw them, the maraglim saw the people there, so they went up and they sat on the trees because they were afraid so they heard the Marayim heard from the top of the trees that the Marayim was saying we see in the trees people that look like ants Uh, they seem like ants, in the trees we see people that seem like ants in the trees so they heard them and that's why they said, but it's not because they made it up. Further, it says in the portion of the Meraglim, And the whole nation raised their voices and they cried on that night. That day that the Meraglim returned from Israel and they cried, the entire community, of that was on the eve of the Ninth of Av. Amar Akodesh Baruch Hu, Nakodesh Baruch Hu said, "They cried, a cry in vain for no reason. They had no reason to cry." And I will make this as a permanent day for crying the day of Tisha Further, in the pasuk, "By evenu cholai idol dirgamaisim b'avani." So the entire community wanted to stone them with stones. Uchseiv, <tose> and in the pasuk later on it says, "Uchved Hashem nira boil moed," that the glory of Hashem appeared above. So it says, "Rivayn Abba," Malamed, this teaches us should not loavonim, whose rakum klape <tose> mylo. They took stones and they throw it through it towards above, as if to say. Uh, they're throwing rocks on Hashem, also towards Hashem, because the Pasik says, "Uchved Hashem nira, so lirgam oisam bavoni uchved Hashem," as if to throw stone them with the stones. Lirgam <speaking in Hebrew> oisam also goes on what follows on the chvayd <speaking in> Hashem. <Hebrew>. Further, the Pasik continues, "Vayem musa noshi meitzei." The basar is that the people who spoke bad about the land uh, died in the plague. Amrav shimer lokish shimer lokish says shemayso misho mishuna shemayso that they died the strange death because the pasuk says ba mageifa and not bimageifa. So ba mageifa has the understanding as particular special mageifa. And that was fit for them as measure for measure. Midah connected So the Gemara explained what was the special. What was that misa? No bar Papa. The bar popa says Dorash Rabbi Shilo Ish Kvar Tumarto. Rabbi Shilo, a man from the village of Tumarto, he expounded malamed. This teaches us that their tongue got stretched from their mouth. And it stretched from their mouth their tongue until their tongue fell al tiburum on their belly button. and the uh, worms would come from their tongue that has fallen onto their stomach and they would enter these worms into their stomachs and also from the tibur there would also worms they enter onto the tongue that fell on their stomach Rab Nachman bar Yitzchok Omar and Yitzchok says with the sickness of Askoda they died which is the punishment for one who speaks Lashnara the Gemara goes back to the Breits that we dealt before we started off with the subject matter in the Mishnah with regards to the splitting of the Jordan and the Bnei Israel passing, the Kahanim were standing in their place until the entire people went over to the west side of the Jordan. Says (laughs) the B'raisa, the Gemara of the Chaybun, Sha'Allah So the B'raisa says that once, the last one of the Jews went over from the Jordan, so then the Kahanim stepped one step backwards towards the east out of the Jordan and then the water went back to its place as it says Uh, that when the Kohanim those who carry the uh, the Ark with the Covenant of Hashem stepped out of the Jordan so the feet of the Kahanim who stepped out to the dry land the Yeshu and the Jordan water, the water of the Jordan returned back to their place and it went like the day before like two days before over all of its uh, sites Nimzo so it turns out that after the Kahanim went backwards and the mayardim Went back to its original state that the the Ark and those who carried it and the Kohanim were on one side, they were on the Mizrach side. The Yisroel and the rest of the Jewish people were on the Meir side. So at that point, so the Ark carried those who carried it, carried the Kohanim. The Ovar, and it went over in the ear over the Jordan to the other side to the rest of the Jewish people as it says by when the entire people completed passing through So then the went through before the people and for this matter Uzzah didn't know that's why Uzzah was punished. And to Amaretz said, V'yavayyot Goyden Kiddorin V'yishnachuzas Yod-lechus Oren That they came to Goyden Kiddorin So Uzzah stretched his hand to hold on the Oren because the a uh, cattle had slipped. Only HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Uzzah, noisav, noisav, it carries its... Those who carry it. The Oren carries the other one. Atzman the Kolsh came. In itself he cannot carry it. And therefore, Uzzah made a mistake that he tried to prevent it and hold on to the Ark. The Gmar is going to sidetrack now to to tell us about the Psalmsukim with the story of Uzzah. It says, Hashem shom al God's anger was on Uzzah and he smit him there on the Shal. We're going to go So there's a makhloikis, Rav Yekhanu, to explain what means Al-Hashal. One says on his, uh, on his what he did, on his occupation, and he did what he did with it, which means the mistake that he tried to grab on the orin. And one says, that he did his knees, he relieved himself in front of the order And the shal is from the lotion something that is placed. From up to the bottom, I meaning he will release himself of course, from inside to the law. Further it says in the passage, shom im arin ho'elikim. He died with the Aaron of Hashem. Um, Rabbi Rabbichnah. Rabbi Yachun says, Don't think that Uzo lost through his sins his portion of El Mabo. But Uzo Bolo El Mabo. But Uza will come to the world to come. Shanamar says, Im El Halikim with the arin of Hashem so we learn Uza from the Arun, laylum just like the Arun is exists eternally because it was hidden through King Yeshiyahu, and it's guarded for the future. So Af will come in the world to come. Further, it says, David David was upset that Hashem has breached, a breach in Uzum, Rabbi Lozor, says the language of Ayichar is that Dovitz face changed, it looked like a it's like a, a cake that you cook on the coals. So the Gemara says means very dark, very burnt. According to this interpretation So everywhere the Torah says the word vayichar we're also gonna translate it that the face changed kharorah. The Gemara says Hosom in the other places the nach kseif af. It says vayichar af, hachalikseif af. So that's what we're dashing. We're expanding it to mean kharorah. Further, the Gemara says baruzo dorash rova. Rava says mevenimah enesh dovi. Uh, why was David punished so that Uzzah, he was the cause <laughs> at the end that Uzzah died, through him. So the says Because he referred, he called David, called the words of Torah his song, the says That your statues were a song to me in the base Megura, in the house of where I lived, which means that when he, uh, Megura means when I was afraid Uh, which means that when he was running from his enemies and he was afraid of them, he uh, had his enjoyment of the Shem statue, just like a song. So the Baruch says to David, the words of Torah, which it's written with regards to them, you just close your eyes, you blink an eye and it's not there anymore. So, you call them songs? I mean, a song is something which is very temporary. Therefore, I will stumble you in such a matter. Even children, in their teachers of school, children know it says, It says, he didn't give them... Any carriages, but the holy workers on them—they carried on the shoulders. So they carry the order in the shoulder and the mizbech hazov in the shoulder. It doesn't give them a ghost. Vyu and David brought them in. A, brought the order in a carriage. Now, since the Gemara talked about the uh, being careful about the coffin, the Gemara brings a story about the order that was brought from Plishtim through the. Cows in the times of Shmuel and The Possig says, He smit the people of Beth Shemesh because they saw the Aaron Hashem. The Possig says, 70 and 50,000 men. The Gemara says, because they saw. The Gemara says, because they just looked at the Aurim, that's why they were punished by Yach, that Hashem punished the people of Be'Shemesh. The Gemara explains, Rabbi Baba, Rabbi Lozer, Rabbi Lozer, the Machlaik is why were the people of Be'Shemesh punished? That they uh, were cutting and bowing, they didn't stop. Their job when they saw the ordering their work when the ordering was reached them. That they also spoke improperly. Page thirty five, B. So what they were saying, uh, derogatory uh, at that time, was man who got you angry. That you were uh, angry, you didn't save yourself from captivity, that is the order, who was there. Uman um, also di payas. And now, who appeased you now that you have become appeased to come by yourself? So, this was in a way, they said it in a derogatory way. Why Hashem allowed uh, to give the uh, order in the hands of the Plishtim when you had war with them and now. All of a sudden they freed it without any uh, effort on our part. The passage continues over there when it talks about the, the smiting of the people of Beishemesh for their sin. It says, Bayahba ba'om shivim ish vachamishim ish. Seventy people and fifty thousand people. So there seems to be a contradiction over here. Seventy people or fifty thousand people. So what is the Pshat in the Pasik? So there's a disagreement in Namiroi. Rababoveloza. Between Rabbo and Chad Omar once says that the truth is that during the Magefa, the plague, Shivim Ishhoyu, there were actually only seventy. When it says Khamishim Elef, fifty thousand is because for each one was valued, weighed like fifty thousand. The Chad Omar and one says the truth of the matter is there was for you. There were fifty thousand that died in the plague, and what the Pasik says seventy, is sanhedrin. Each one of these fifty thousand was weighed was equal to the seventy sages of the sanhedrin. The Gemara goes back to the portion of Uzzah, after the story of Uzzah so David put the Uzzah into the house of Oived Edoim Hagiti for three months and then he brought it up to a permanent tent in the city of David with great joy. So the Gemara asks that it says in the uh, Sefer Shmuel it says so here it says that as soon as they stepped, those who carried the ord stepped sixth step. So he shechted the ox in the meri. and then there's another Pasik in the Sefer Divrayomim, which there too the subject. Is discussed, so it says. So but there it says uh, seven cows and seven rams. So we have a contradiction. Did they shecht a and a meri, like it says in Shmuel, or did they shecht? Did they slaughter seven cows and seven rams? The Gemara answers Amorah Papa, Papa Bar Shmuel, so that Papa Bar Shmuel, i on every step and step that they came forth with the Aaron, they shechted a shoyr and meri, the ax and the meri, but i call but for every six steps that they have come close, they shechted shiva porim v'shiva idim, seven cows and seven rams. The Gemara says Amalei Rabachid le'chizda. So Chizda says that a in Crane, if that is the case, that they brought for every step and step, Milay says choleros Yisroel So the entire Yisroel would be filled with mizbechas with altar, because for every step they made a mizbech. The Gemara answer, hello, i Chizda, but the Chizda says no. I'll call Shesh v'Shesh Pesius Shird For every sixth step they had the Shird and the Meri. And I call Shishas Dorim Shal Sheish Psiyos on every six groups of six steps that they have proceeded. They shechted Shiva Parim Mishivayim. Seven counts of So the ask asks, "Seev in the pasik Divra Yomim by the story of Uza, it's written Kidoim." So, but the pasik says it calls it Kidoim. It said by Yehovah at Kidoim by Yishlach We'll see, but in the pasuk in Shmuel, by the story of Uza, it says Nachin. It says called like no. They said by a at Goyin and Nachin, So there's a contradiction. What is the name of the place? Is it Goiden Kiden, or Goiden Nachin? The Gemara answers. Oh, Rabbi Yehoshua, no. Says Kiden. In the beginning, it was called Kiden. That was a hint that he stuck them like a like a Kiden, like a spear because he killed Uzzah and after it stayed in the house of Oivet for three months it's called Nochein because that prepared the house as the Morah and the Chazal and the Prophet we see all the blessing that came to the house of Oivet at the Magiti that he had the Oran over there the Gemara returns now to the subject of this splitting of the Jordan and the passage of the B'nai Yisrael, the Jewish people in it. So the B'nai continues, So it turns out that you are saying that Shloisha mine hoyu. there were three sets of stones, three types of stones. Moshe One sheki Moshe One of them, one set was. That Moshe placed in the land of Moyov, Shenemar, in the posse, it states, in the beginning of Seyfet Vorim, it says, on the other side, on this side of the Jordan, it's on the east side of the Jordan, where it's so Moshe began to explain this story of Egoimer, etc. And later on in the Parshish Kisovo, with regards to mm-hmm. To the instruction of stand raising the stones in Mount Ebal, who Imer the pasuk says v'chasavto aleym you shall write on those on these stones on these stones as called divrei tohidah azoyis the entire words of this tohidah. It says byeraita v'gomer the os yamudunek zeh shavah byer byer we learnek just like the byer in the portion of kissovoy. With regards to the stones that Moshe Rabbeinu instructed them that they should raise in the, put up in the Mount Eval. Over there it's mentioned raising stones with regards to uh, to Bayer. Also with regards to the Bayer, that is the beginning of Sefer Dvorim, In which we says, Which was in the land of Moir, there was also a raising of stone. So that's true. The I mean, so that's one. So that was one in Eretz Yisrael. The echo of Hakim Yeshua b'Techayarden, one that Yeshua placed inside of the yardin. Shemar the pasuk says, "Ushne maseh avon, ushteh avonim, Hakim Yeshua b'Soychayarden." That was inside the yardin. The pasuk continues, "Tachas matzev ragle akahanim." Noisu adin abriis under in the place where the feet of the kahanim, those who carry the covenant of the uh the ark of the covenant. Be'echod and the third one and one, Shehekim, that Yeshua raised by Gilgal from the stones of the Mizbech that they built in Har Shenamar Shinemar, Be'eshteh that the twelve stones that he took from the Yarden, Yeshua raised it in the Gilgal of Gomer. Zog Ton Rabbonim. We learned in Abraiz. Ketzat Koswi Yisroel as a How did the, didn't the Jews write the Torah? And the and says they wrote it on stone. You shall write on the stone the entire words of the Torah. And afterwards they plastered it with seed, with plaster. As the Possig says. So Rabbi Shimon says according to your words that they plastered the plastered the city. On top of the writing, so how did the nation of that time learn Torah? How can they read it? Uh, so they shouldn't later on complain they didn't have a word to learn Torah. God gave them an additional understanding to the nations and they sent their scribes and they peeled the plaster and they copied it, they copied what is written there and for this matter, the judgment was sealed for the nations, the has to go down to the uh, abyss, to the, well, to the blow. For they should have learned and they didn't learn. This was Reb Yudah's response to Reb Shimon. But Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon disagrees. says, To begin with, they wrote on the seed. They didn't write it on the stones. And they wrote for these seven nations that were living outside of the territory of, of Israel. So they wrote on the end of the page, So that they shouldn't teach you to do as as they do to their gods. So the Gemara says, From here you learn, That if the nations outside of the territory of Israel would repent, so Then we would have accepted them. Because we, not, we were not instructed to destroy only those that were within the boundary of Eretz Israel So we shouldn't learn from their bad actions. And even if they do re- return, it's only because they fear of being destroyed. So therefore, we were not allowed to allow them. Omar 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 So my time of the Rabbi Shimon, What is Rabbi Shimon's reason that he says they wrote it on top of the seed? The because the Posick says, you amim, the nations will be misrefoys they'll be burnt, meaning in Gehennem in uh, purgator for what? for this seed al seed because of the what happened with the seed with the plaster, because the Torah was written on this seed and it was opened before them and they didn't study it But Rabbi Yehuda learned from this policy key seed it's just like seed Masid Ainlit al just like the plaster has no fixing but burning afsana kusim takon al Those kusim don't have a fixing only srifa again. For as long as they do not actually convert uh, their repentance in as well, they're still going doesn't help because he holds that also those who are outside the territories of them too applies in this on the show. Mora says, Kiman ozlo who does the following Braisik uh, follow? The Braysa says the postak in Kiseitse says that will capture his capture, and mm-hmm. you'll see uh, in the captivity an HC Pastor, a good looking woman. So the expounders can This includes the kin that are outside of Eretz Yisrael, that the laws of Aishis Yifas Toyar, the dawn of a woman of Toyar, applies them to. in Bitshuva, for if they retract, if they're outside of its real We accept them and we don't say in them the So who does this go like?